0: putting those different issues all together then are you able to to quantify how worse women do than men do given you know given the differences they have in diagnosis and in, and in uh, treatment
1: yes well the we looked again specifically at the group uh with confirmed coronary disease and in this group the women did significantly worse they did they had about approximately twice the risk of death of myocardial infarction during one year follow-up and there are potentially multiple reasons for this. One may be that as only a smaller number or a smaller proportion of women actually got angiography, only the sickest women received angiography and therefore they were going to be um, the people who did worse anyway. And secondly, the use the underuse of secondary preventative medication may have played a role. However, um, this is quite complex because there are... S- at least three different types of secondary preventative medication involved and when we adjusted for the use of all three uh, we didn't find the hazard ratio was reduced significantly when you adjusted so it seems to be that more to do with the fact that women are are, uh, do worse once current disease has been uh, confirmed.
0: There is also uh, an emerging issue, isn't there, of how to interpret coronary angiograms in women, that what might appear to be normal, disease-free in men is not actually normal and disease-free in women.
1: Well, yes, I think it's not necessarily that what is normal and disease-free in men is... Uh, not normal and disease-free in women but the fact that normal coronary angiograms in the presence of symptoms and multiple risk factors may not actually indicate that people have truly normal coronaries but simply that they don't have obstructive disease that we can see on a coronary angiogram and there have been very interesting studies on this um, looking at both coronary reactivity using um, provocation, intracoronary coronary provocation tests with things like acetylcholine and all also the use of intravascular ultrasound to detect either uh, excess coronary reactivity or uh, coronary atherosclerosis which isn't impinging on the lumen of the coronary artery and therefore isn't visible on a coronary angiogram but nevertheless um, can erode and have plaque rupture and cause events in the follow-up period.
0: Is there enough evidence to say that clinicians need to be a little bit more cautious in the way they assess a woman who is presenting with multiple symptoms but what appears to be a normal angiogram?
1: Yes I think there is and I think we there are several ways around this. Um, I think we need to be Yes, a little bit more cautious. As yet, we can't go any further to say that all these women need all these tests because the tests are both associated with risk and very expensive. But we need to use, to the best of our ability, the tests that are available to us and the tests that we know perform well prognostically. And they would include things like exercise testing and non-invasive imaging. And um, we need to use those in conjunction with The angiograms, and we also need to pay particular attention to risk factor modification and the use of appropriate secondary prevention.